You are listening to the Real Reliable Reviews Podcast, the show that brings you lighthearted reviews of movies, shows, and games that I've recently watched or played, with your host, Jagger Gould. From as far back as I can remember, I've been critiquing the media I enjoy consuming, and this podcast gives me an outlet to share these views with you, the wonderful listeners out there. In this episode, I am talking about the movie Shin Kamen Rider, which is the fourth and final film in the Shin Japan Hero of the Universe collaboration. This was a collaborative project between four of Japan's largest entertainment studios, which typically rivaled one another, those being Toho, Toei, Studio Kara, and Superaya Productions. The studios came together to produce four movies, each being about a different one of their most prominent IPs. Toho would lead the project with their movie Shin Godzilla in 2016, followed by Studio Kara with Evangelion 3 Plus 1 to Race Upon a Time in 2021. After this, Subaru Productions would give us Shin Ultraman in 2022, and finally, Toei would release Shin Kamen Rider in 2023. Another link between all these projects, besides the collaboration of the four companies, would be the prolific Hideaki Anno having a part in directing, producing, and or scripting all of the movies. The movie opens on our two protagonists, Ruriko Midorikawa, who is played by Minami Hamate, and Takeshi Hongo, who is played by Sosuke Ikematsu, as they ride in a motorcycle in an attempt to escape unknown pursuers in large black trucks. These pursuers are able to catch up to the protagonist and knock the motorcycle off the road. Here it is revealed that the pursuers are Spider-Og and henchmen of the mysterious organization known as Shocker, who managed to capture Ruriko. Before they can enact their evil torture on her, Hongo arrives in a new powered-up form and donning his grasshopper helmet, as he becomes the Common Rider. Spider-Og slips away as Hongo deals with the Shocker henchmen and saves Ruriko, before the movie's title card shows. This opening is fantastic letting the audience know the tone of the movie and immediately hooking their attention. The costume designs for all characters are so unique and eye-catching that you wouldn't be able to find them anywhere else. An important note to bring up to make sense of the way certain scenes play out and the way they are shot is that the movie is a modern retelling of the original Common Rider TV show that aired in 1971. The entire opening sequence of the movie was heavily inspired by the first episode of the 1971 show, with scenes such as Hongo's first appearance with the grasshopper helmet, as he stands atop the hill looking down at the shocker henchman spider Og, looking almost as if it was directly ripped from the original show. During the fight scenes, there are an abundance of jump cuts used to make everything seem quicker and more impactful, which emulates the style of fight from the original show as well. Do you like what you've been hearing so far? Remember to follow the Triple R Podcast so you can receive reminders whenever one of our bi-monthly episodes goes up. 
As the title card disappears, we are shown Hongo looking into a mirror as he reflects on the violent actions his body seemingly did on its own out of a basic instinct to survive. He removes his gloves and helmet to reveal that his body seems to have undergone some kind of transformation and left him looking like a monster. As he angrily confronts Ruriko and demands to know what happened to him, we are shown flashbacks of her arresting him in some kind of laboratory, which we are led to believe happened shortly before we were introduced to these characters in the intro. It is here that we are introduced to Hiroshi Midorikawa, played by Shinya Tsukamoto, who is Ruriko's father and Hongo's professor. He reveals that he was a scientist who worked for Shocker, and what happened to Hongo was done by him. Shocker had been developing insect-human hybrids, and Hiroshi chose Hongo to undergo the final form of their research, to keep his work out of Shocker's hands. He then showed Hongo that by releasing a special type of energy called Prana, he could return to its human form from his monstrous hybrid one at will. After more background is given, Spider Aug revealed that he had followed them before he incapacitated Ruriko and webbed Hongo, who was still in his weakened human form, the wall. Spider Aug revealed an extra set of arms from within his vest and choked the life out of Professor Midorikawa as Hongo watched helplessly, with the professor's final request being for Hongo to protect Ruriko. The professor's lifeless body turns to foam before disappearing. Spider Aug then makes off the unconscious body of Ruriko and leaves behind a bomb to deal with the restrained Hongo. There are numerous uses of special effects here that are extremely impressive. The way Hongo looks in his hybrid form is incredibly unsettling and realistic, and the extra arms that Spider Aug reveals are also very well done. The special effects look so realistic at times that it's hard to tell when they switch real actors and props for CGI. Just like for the title card, there are many inspirations from the original show in the scene, but the biggest must be the way that the bodies of Shocker agents evolve they are killed. The original show featured special effects for this that were quite good for the time, but the way the bodies of the dead are dissolved from the foam before melting away in Shin Kamen Rider looks as if it's really happening. As Hongo is left helpless and Spider Og gave Riko the bomb goes off blowing up the building with Hongo managing to barely escape in time. He rushes to his motorcycle, the cyclone, and uses it to race after Ruka. As he rides, he stands up, letting the wind rush past him, which empowers him with prana and transforms him back into his hybrid form, as he once again wears his grasshopper helmet. It is a tough decision, but he knows that using his dark and violent powers are the only way he can protect people from Shocker's wickedness. Upon catching up to Spider Aug, Hongo is surrounded by a group of Shock Henshin, who he once again dispatches before engaging in combat with Spider Aug directly. As they do battle, Spider Aug shares why he, as an Aug, sees himself as above humans and despises them. Finally, Common Rider manages to land a decisive blow with a prana powered flying kick, which puts an end to the threat that Spider Aug presents. Almost this entire sequence is rich 
directly from the original show, but given the love and care of a modern interpretation. From the location of the theme to the sequence of attacks where the henchmen interlock their weapons as they try to stab Common Rider, leading him jumping high in the air to avoid the attack. Just about everything is a callback to the iconic first episode of the 1971 show. On top of this, the special effects of BGI are top notch. As Common Rider and Spider Hog fight in midair, the only way you can tell that CGI is being used would be somewhat cartoonish way the characters move. Seems like my time is just about up, and this was only the first 15 minutes of the movie. So be sure to tune into the next episode for part 2 as I delve deeper inside. Thanks for joining us this week on the Real Reliable Reviews Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the Triple R Podcast on your preferred streaming platform so you never miss an episode. Leave a review to let us know where we're going right and where we need to improve. And if you enjoyed, please share the podcast with your friends. Tune in again in two weeks for our next episode. This has been Jared Gould with the Real Reliable Reviews Podcast, signing off.